this edition of the Ken Burns Show. I appreciate you being with me on this episode, which I did have a short hiatus last week, but uh, I am back and I thank you so much again for tuning in right here on the Ken Burns Show on the BMG Network. We have a lot to get into and you know what? I'm going to get right into it with this clip. I'm done. With this question? (laughs) No, I'm I'm done with COVID. I'm done. It's like I... I went so hard on COVID. I, yeah, I remember. sprayed the Pringles cans that I bought at the grocery store, stripped my clothes off because I thought COVID would be on my clothes. Like, I did it all. I watched Tiger King. I got to the end of Spotify. Like, we all did it, right? And, no, no, we didn't all okay, do it. Well, well, here's the thing. A lot no, of us, we didn't all do it. A lot it. of us did do it. And then we were told, you get the vaccine. You get the vaccine and you get back to normal. And... We haven't gotten back to normal. And it's ridiculous at this point. I know that so many of my liberal and progressive friends are with me on this, and they do not want to say it out loud because they are scared to be called anti-vax or to be called science denial or to be, you know, smeared as a trumper. (laughs) I'm sorry, if you believe the science, you will look at the data that we did not have two years ago, and you will find out that cloth masks do not do anything you will realize that you can show your vaccine passport at a restaurant and still be asymptomatic and carrying Omicron. And you will realize, most importantly, that this is going to be remembered by the younger generation as a catastrophic moral crime. The city of Flint, Michigan, which is 80%, I think, minority students, has just announced indefinite virtual schooling. In the past two years, we've seen among young girls a 51% increase in self-harm. People are killing themselves. They are anxious. They are depressed. They are lonely. That is why we need to end it more than any inconvenience that it's been to the rest of us. I think it's it's a pandemic. It's it's like at this point, it's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's a pandemic of bureaucracy. It's not not real anymore. And yes, that was Bill Maher with Bari Weiss. And she is a Democrat. And as you heard, a lot of her progressive friends are awakening. And I believe that is what's happening. And that's a, that's a great thing. Because when she said, when we saw what the science is actually saying, that when you look at the actual data, and I'm going to play a clip in a second of, of somebody that was to the, uh, the right of her at, with Bill Maher as well, had something else to say. However, the problem is, once again, these people do not look at the actual data. And you're going to hear what this other person says in just a second about vaccinations, which we can get into another time. But the reality is this. What she's saying is absolutely correct. They are going to look at this, the younger generation, as a crime. There are more people depressed and anxious than ever because of something that had incorrect information, which we were being told throughout the whole thing. Remember, it started as a two-week process so that we could, you know, remember, we would change the curve of it, but that never happened, and it kept going and going and getting worse, getting worse, and we're even back in certain liberal states, by the way, I'll say it again, liberal states, they are treating it as, once again, a huge pandemic. And by the way, you can look on the the notes of this podcast, you can go to the direct link to the interview that uh, Bill Maher had with... Uh, Barry Weiss. 
And he goes on to ask those questions. Why is it that other states did so well and are doing so well during this um, virus pandemic and other states are not? And, and many liberals come up with excuses as to why that is. But again, when you look at the data, it shows a different story. But anyway, I don't know what you think of Bill Maher, but he has absolutely changed his tone uh, over these last two years. And I'm not saying he's conservative or anything like that, but what I'm saying that most of these people, what, what they're interested in, especially nowadays, is the truth. And I think that's what matters. Always matters. And it should matter. If, if people don't care about the truth, then honestly, they don't really care at all. They're apathetic. They're completely indifferent. And they're just going along with the, like she, like she mentioned, this is a, a pandemic of bureaucracy. And that's what they're going along with. Not good. And it's only gotten worse, by the way. On this very day on Monday that I'm recording this podcast and putting it out to you, the market is, is down by, I think it's like a thousand points. Uh, it, it's the worst that it's been since 2020. We have a leader who is not a leader. He just happens to have that title and is doing not a darn thing. Once again, another empty suit running this country and running it to the ground undoing all the great things that were helping this country thrive. And many of these people are, are blaming the pandemic for these issues, but I think not. There are many other things at play, which we'll get to in a little while, by the way, one of them being Ukraine, which I'm not going to go into. I don't really even know all the details of it. I know a bit, but I want to tell you what uh, Matt Walsh from The Daily Wire has to say about that. And I'd love to know if you agree or disagree with that. And we'll get to that in just a moment. But back to this thing. Richie Torres, who is also a Democrat, was also on there with Bill Maher and uh, Barry Weiss. Uh, he said this about vaccines, and, and I absolutely disagree because we've seen that the data again and the science has shown that those who have the vaccine are also, and you look at the numbers, being hospitalized and many of them dying. So the question is, and by the also... They're spreading it too, those who are vaccinated. And real quick, I do in, encourage you to go watch the full episode because this guy, when you listen to him uh, sticking up for Biden and saying that he, his presidency has been so much more successful than what the media has made it out to be is insane. The media is in the pocket of the Democrats and even the media now, they can't, they can't logically or rationally stick up for Biden because it's... It would be a complete, I mean, not just a, a smear of a white lie. It'd be a complete lie. The guy has demolished the country since he's been in office. But anyway, this guy is trying to say that the vaccinations have worked and it's been successful. Listen to this following clip, uh, exchange between Bill Maher and this Torres guy. And you're going to hear Bill Maher ask the question, should we follow what some of the rest of the other countries are doing because they're becoming more normal? They're going back to normal. And this guy is saying it's because of the vaccinations that we are, be, we're slowly getting to normal because of it. It's, it's ridiculous. Listen to this. Uh, now that they're not doing anymore, they're ending mandated fa face masks, uh, masks in school, that's gone. Work from home advisories, nope. Mandatory passports to get into nightclubs and large events. Legal requirement to self-isolate. No, we're getting, they're getting back to normal. We should follow this. I think, what do you think? 
Should I leave it to the congressman? Please? I think we've been gradually transitioning to normal. I mean, the public health response has become less draconian and more measured over time as the pandemic has become more manageable. And that's because of the success of the vaccination campaign. The Biden administration has presided over the vaccination of more than 200 million Americans, which has been effective. And if that isn't a lie, I don't know what is. He is saying that over 200 million Americans have been treated, essentially, with a vaccine. And therefore, because of that, it's been a big success. However, we all know that every single person that we have, you've come in contact with, that's had the vaccine, has gotten a different variant of COVID. And guess what? Many of the other people who have not been vaccinated had the same exact symptoms. I know many of you right now are probably saying, I know this firsthand because of some of the people that are around me that I know of. And the same goes for me. There seems to be no difference. They said, well, it'll lessen the symptoms. Well, it hasn't. By the way, some people haven't even, you know, at least that they know of, haven't even got COVID. And they're not vaccinated. So why should they be? These guys just throw out numbers and say something like, oh, 200 million Americans have gotten vaccinated. Okay, maybe that's probably true. But he said, I think what he's talking about when it comes to success is that they've, the success is this, that they got people vaccinated. The vaccine itself and what it's done is not successful at all. And it's been proven. And what's amazing to me is that they'll tell all over the news of the people who have died from, from COVID, but they won't tell you from the virus itself, but they won't tell you anything about those who have died with COVID and the vaccine or from the vaccine itself. They won't do it. And I'm not going to put my tinfoil hat on right now and go into some conspiratorial uh, theories right now with some of the recent deaths of people that well-known people that we've known who it's been shown that they just received a booster and all of a sudden they're dead. I won't, I won't go into that. But here, here's an example of what I mean. Governor... Uh, of Alaska, Sarah Palin, who was the governor of Alaska, and also, by the way, the 2008 Republican vice presidential nominee, uh, she has just recently tested positive for COVID-19. Now, that's the headline. This is out of the out of the. Um, I think this is. I believe this is NBC News. There's there's another one out of the Washington Post. Um, but this is the big headline, and I don't know if you've heard this or not, but Palin is, is filing suit against the New York Times because it, it alleges that. Uh, the New York Times defamed her in an editorial that appeared to link her to political violence after the shooting of House Republican Whip Steve Scalise in 2017. Uh, so she is obviously following suit, rightfully so. I'm glad that she is. But this is what, the, the, if you read up, before they even get to all of that, this is what they say. The U.S. District Judge Jed Rakoff in Manhattan, who is presiding over the case, announced that Ms. Palin had tested positive for coronavirus. And this is what he added. She is, of course, unvaccinated. Okay, so what do you say to all the people who are vaccinated that test positive for COVID? Because I know a ton right now that have just recently uh, done just that. This is how they spin this stuff to make it look horrible for the conservative party or anybody who believes in, in science. If you are a believer in science, you'll follow the real science. If you're not, you'll just go along with Fauci and company, who, by the way, has been constantly been, been proved wrong time and time again. He's being challenged all the time. 
he doesn't have anything to say or he doesn't answer the questions. But when you look at the trail of money, like with anything, when you follow the money, it always comes to some type of an end or another beginning that goes somewhere else. It, it, it's been so blatantly obvious that these people are just doing what they're told to do. So they're hoping that you and I will be blindsided or continue to stay blind and just follow suit. Many people I, I know that have said that maybe this is a possibility that, that what they're doing is doing this as a test run to see how uh, complicit we'll, we'll be so that they can do something else. Now, I, I don't know. You, you can't put it past them, though. But this is the world that we live in now, for sure. Many of the, the things that we called conspiracies, conspiracies at one time have come true. They have. Look, even I mentioned uh, in the last episode about Joe Rogan, you got to watch some of uh, or listen to some of his, uh, his stuff. Now, what I love about Joe Rogan is that he doesn't, it's not about taking sides. It's really about coming to the truth. He cares about what is true. He doesn't degrade anybody. He looks at people as people and wants to see where they're at and why they think and why they tick the way that they do. And if they're wrong, he wants to, he wants to call it out. If they're right, he calls it out. It's why he's so successful. And I can't remember the quote uh, uh, or a tweet from Jordan Peterson uh, recently, but he had a, a lot of uh, accolades to say about Joe Rogan because of, and of his success. And it's because of some of what I just mentioned. But from, coming from Jordan Peterson, that's a, that's a big deal. I don't know if you've heard of Jordan Peterson. If you haven't, absolutely worth checking out. The guy is brilliant. But anyway, this is what they do. They'll smear people like Sarah Palin, who actually cares about the country, who's doing a fantastic job, who's done, excuse me, a fantastic job for this country. And I've heard recently, especially from my colleague, uh, Adrian Ross, uh, she mentioned in one of her podcasts that, she, that Sarah said that she would be willing to get back in somehow. I don't know how that would look. I'd love to see someone like her in uh, leadership again. It would be fantastic. She's an amazing leader. And again, she has an incredible uh, stack of achievements to take with her and experience into the, into the White House. That's the kind of people that we need in the White House. People who actually love the country and don't just want to appease other countries and certain people within this one. Another example of, of science and of truth, etc. is if you go on the Ken Burns Show on Facebook, I have a video there uh, that I saw on the Matt Walsh page, which, by the way, I, I follow Matt Walsh a lot. He does a fantastic job. And it shows a guy on an airplane, and for a mask, he's actually wearing ladies' underwear on his face, and they kicked him off the plane. And if you see, it's it's comical, but he's proving a point. The very cloth mask that the person, on that, you know, the attendant, on the plane was wearing compared to what he was wearing was the same thing. Another guy came over with a cup of coffee with his mask down and she goes, okay, you drank your cup of coffee. Now you got to put your mask back up. <laughs> Do you see it's, it's, it's so r- ridiculous. It becomes comical, but I think at the end of it all, I think the, the biggest thing to start summing up is this people are starting to recognize that Something was amiss the whole time, and they were withholding information, giving false information, keeping us at bay, 
wanting us to comply, be complicit, do exactly what they want us to do for reasons that, you know, maybe we don't yet know, but we can come to our own conclusions. I think it might be pretty obvious. I I say this all the time. I really do. I sound like a broken record, but again, when it's chaotic, they, they do a great job of leading us because we, we need a helping hand. So who do we look to? We look to them, the so-called leadership. That's what they want. They want to be the source that we all look to and do what they say because it's, they say it's best, but we are not dummies. In some, in some instances, most instances, actually, we have more knowledge than they do. And what we're saying is truth when theirs is not. But people, especially even on the left right now, are starting to wake up and, re- and, and re- seriously realize that they had it wrong, that they had it wrong. And they were really just rooting for their party and the affiliation in which they were um, involved with, their sphere of influence. And like, like she said in the beginning of this episode when I played that clip, many of her progressive friends believe exactly as she does, but they're scared to say it because of what happens. They, they just take these guys and just chuck them out in the garbage as if they're nobody anymore because they're not on their side anymore. This is not about sides. This should always be about truth. The sides thing is so frustrating because we're supposed to have two parties so that we can come up with a great idea, great things that's going to help America and build America and have a great country. It shouldn't be a competition between two sides and whoever just wins that argument, that, that's what we do. It shouldn't be about that. It should be, let's get to the bottom, let's get to the truth, and let's take that truth and let's run with it. But there's something else at play here, obviously. Speaking of which, and speaking of the progressives, I have to say this headline because I think this is hilarious. Uh, On the Washington Post, which again, you can check out the story. I have it in the show notes. It says, opinion. Sorry, progressives. The criminal justice system is unlikely to save us from Trump. There were a huge, there was a huge following of people on this one. I think it was some conspiratorial website. There was more than 400,000 followers. They were saying that, yes, Donald Trump really is going to prison, and he's not the only one. And it's funny, we said that when, when Trump got in office about Hillary, about all of them, especially Obama, Eric Holder, uh, you remember all these people. And there are a ton more, by the way. They didn't see any jail time. None of them. None of them. And they think Trump should go to jail because of something that they want to say he did, though he did not do. And it's sad that we, have some, we had somebody in the presidency, as president, that was building our country, our economy, was thriving, said, th- said it like it was. You didn't have to wonder. You, you look at the press conference that just happened recently, I, and I don't want to even get into it. That was a bunch of, it was, it was a disgrace to our, our, our democracy, our country. It was. Seeing Joe Biden, the space cadet, at the press conference. And the people there were thanking him. You know, my, my other colleague, Ted Flint on the Pac-Man show was saying this. They should not, the press should not be thanking them, the, uh, the president, for coming out to a press conference. That's his, that is his job. But he doesn't go to these things. Trump, it's like he had one every other day. And, and most of them were off the cuff and he just, he just talked real, raw. And sometimes that was pretty obvious. But wouldn't you rather have that and have somebody that literally is a, a space cadet has no knowledge 
at least the knowledge that he ever had is, is gone. And he just says things. And we're just supposed to be happy about it. And look at his ratings. They're all going down, obviously, in a major way. Because he is, again, running this country into the ground. I mean, how in the world did we vote this guy in? I, I say we. I did not. But how in the world did this guy get into office? I have no idea. But you can read the story for yourself. It, it goes on to say, uh, moreover, uh, given Trump's habit of conducting business orally, uh, he reportedly doesn't even send emails, it would be difficult to prove, that's a smart man, by the way, that he was personally responsible for any wrongdoing. He can always deny criminal intent by saying that he was acting on the best advice of his lawyers and accountants. The best bet is to flip his longtime chief financial officer, Alan, uh, how do you say his name, Weisel, uh, Weiselberg, <laughs> Weiselberg, who has been indicted along with the Trump organization on charges of tax fraud. But there has been no public indication that this guy is prepared to testify against his boss. And by the way, speaking of tax fraud, speaking of fraud in general, Again, I mentioned this last time, the Pelosi's of the world. These guys have inside scoops of what's going on in the market, also called it uh, insider trading. Yet, why aren't they behind bars? It's okay for them to do this stuff. And I'm sure if you checked their tax records, you'd find some serious flaws there. But it doesn't matter. It, what matters to them is that you do what they say, not what they do. The biggest hypocrites in the world are the very people that are running our country, period. And I'd love to end the show like that, but I want to end on a good note. Uh, I don't know if you watch a lot of movies, things like that, but one of the coolest two dudes, actors that I can think of when, when I think of some of the great, great actors that are cool in real life, it's Keanu Reeves. Uh, I, I saw this headline and, and I believe, I, I follow a lot of different things that he's done. I just love how he is as a person. Uh, humble giving every single time somebody talk brings him up in a question they just can't get over how how great of a guy he is and this this headline is he's actually embarrassed by his fortune therefore gives money away because of that embarrassment and this is what his friend says so i mean it go it says that he could have around 315 million dollars which is estimated which it, what his worth is and his buddy says keanu uh, has given away a lot of money and has done a lot more for people than most will ever know. He knows how lucky he is. Unlike many Hollywood megastars, he never takes any of this for granted. And in light of everything in this world that's going on, self-centered people, self-centered organizations, uh, just a lot of selfishness. We live in a world of selfishness. I could do a whole series of podcasts on selfishness. I think that in itself is, a, is the root of, of evil. Because when we're selfish, we get nothing done. It's, it's always about toppling over other people. And when you have people that are this high up, and when I say high up, it's successful. They don't look at their successes because they're just the most amazing person in the world. They achieve something great, and they want to give back. I don't think he has to be embarrassed by this, but I think it's a fantastic uh, statement because what, what it's saying is that he's humble. He enjoys and loves what he does. And he loves esteeming other people. And you can read a lot of articles about, about Keanu Reeves. And he's given so much to his friends, whether it's gifts or money or, or things we'll never know about. Uh, there's something to say about giving. There really is. 
and we, we all know that it's better to give than to receive. But I just thought that was fantastic. Wanted to share that with you. But anyway, thank you so much for tuning in right here on the Ken Burns Show. I have covered, I think, quite a bit. I'd love to hear your opinion and what you think about all, any of this or all of it. What do you think about what's happening with the progressives right now and how they're, they're coming alive? Do you think it's going to continue? Do you think it's a good thing? I've heard it that some people on the right are saying, listen, that's not good enough. I think these people should be shamed for what they have done to the country. Maybe they're right. I don't know. I'd love to hear your opinion. And I'd also love to hear your opinion on Ukraine, which by the way, I didn't even mention. I'll say this quote really quick. And this is a quote from Matt Walsh of the Daily Wire about uh, what is happening with Russia and Ukraine. He says this, Ukraine is not our country and not our problem. Anyone who would risk a war with Russia for the sake of some random country 6,000 miles away is a fool or a psychopath or both. Move to Ukraine and enlist in the army if you care so much. Our sons don't need to die for this crap. There you go. So I'd love to hear your opinion on that. What do you think of what Matt Walsh says here? Do you agree with that? Should we be getting involved in this? Do you think we should be putting sanctions on Russia? But what do you think about Putin and how he looks and his view of our president? I think we know that answer. But anyway, all of this, go to our, go to our website, thebmgnetwork.com. Check out the content there. We have the PAC perspective. Ted Flint puts a column out at least once a week. And they're always fantastic to read. You can comment on them. You can subscribe to them. And uh, don't miss a thing on the bmgnetwork.com. And go to our BMG uh, Network Facebook page. And please like and follow. And please write a review if you have a chance. I really appreciate that. It goes a long way. You have no idea. But you'll see a bunch of stories that are constantly go- being cycled up on there. Uh, I have a couple of contributors on that uh, Facebook page. Please check that out. Go to The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. Like follow, share. I appreciate it very much. And also, if you have yet to write a review of this show on iTunes, I would so appreciate you taking just two minutes and giving me a five-star rating and then also writing a quick review. I appreciate it very much. Let's keep spreading the truth. That's what we do at the BMG Network. Again, go to thebmgnetwork.com. Check out all the fine uh, programming that's there for your listening pleasure. It is not only informative, but it is also entertaining as well. That's the bmgnetwork.com. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. I'll catch you back here next Monday, right here on the Ken Burns Show, only on the BMG Network. The Ken Burns Show was produced, edited, and recorded in the BMG studio. Music by Kevin McLeod. For more episodes of The Ken Burns Show, go to the bmgnetwork.com or find The Ken Burns Show on Facebook. And please join us again as we bring you more dynamic content. Oh,